Kaffeeka is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Milu, Shivani and Kara. Today, we will be talking about the different types of examinations and grading systems at Linköping University. My name is Emily, let's start the FICA. All right, hello guys, thank you for joining. Hello. Thank hello. you for having thank us. You. Okay, I suggest we start with a quick introduction round for one to know who you are, who I'm talking to here, and also to get to know in which program you're studying. And then also maybe mention where you're from. Do you want to start me? Yes, of course. My name is Milo. I'm from the Netherlands and I'm in the first year of my master program, Applied Ethology and Animal Biology. Very nice. My name is Connor. I am currently studying a master's in statistics and machine learning and I come from the United States. Hi guys, my name is Shivani. Um, I'm Indian and Swedish and I'm in my second year of the bachelor's in experimental and industrial biomedicine. All right, great. So we have a big mix of programs and departments as well because I will also be representing my program and my department which is international and European relations to just see how different all of our exams and all of our uh, programs are structured. So maybe yeah let's start with that like what does the semester look like for each of you guys how are the courses structured like how many do you have Um, who wants to start off? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so at the med- I study at the medical faculty, and like my friends here who are all Campusvala Kulinya, <laughs> like Kulinya, as I can say. And a semester, um, a year is 60 credits for us in the, in the bachelor's program. So per semester divided by two, um, that's 30. Um, so usually, like at a time, we will have two to three courses at the same time. Usually it's three, but sometimes it's two. And we usually have like two courses and a project course. So the project course is like, you don't really get like graded. It's more like you do like a big presentation Mm -hmm. and then you have like two courses. Like for example, now we have uh, analytical chemistry for medical applications. And we also have um, um, bioinformatics and statistics. I think I'm forgetting something, but that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, um, but that's how the semester looks like for us. Like two normal courses and then a project course. All right. And just one more question to follow up that. Do you have like one course at a time or do you have them all during the entire mm. semester? Um, so in the entire semester, we do like five to six courses. So mm-hmm. in the first half from like August to like October, we'll finish like a couple courses. Like we recently finished immunology and developmental and stem cell biology. So now we're doing like the stuff I said before. So okay. it's kind of like even the semester is split, but we have all three running. So it's really important to like stay organized. Okay. So you have like th- two to three courses. Like at, at once. Yeah. yeah. At once. Okay. That's, yeah. that's good to know. Connor, what about your program? So for the statistics and machine learning program, typically our semesters are split up into two parts. Uh, Kind of like Shivani was saying, we have 30 credits per semester, and typically those are made up of about four to five courses. 
And what we do is we typically have two courses during the first part of the semester, so about eight weeks or so, and then exams. Then we have the next two courses and then the exams for those. So I actually just got done with my first set of exams and my first set of courses. <laughs> nice. Good job. <laughs> um, and right now I'm just now getting into the second uh, part of the semester. So right now I am currently in my second week of my next two courses, which are machine learning and computational statistics. So mm -hmm. everything is exam-based and lab-based. We don't really have projects until our uh, master's thesis. Ooh. Okay. We have labs too. High five. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Milu, what, what does your so semester look like? We have like one course at a time of four weeks. Each course is four weeks. And then we have two courses and then two exams. And then we get two new courses. So it's kind of the same, but also a little bit different. And yeah, I just had exams as well and they went pretty good. So that's nice. Very nice. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Okay, and I think I can bring in one more different aspect because I have um, one course at a time as well, like Milu mm -hmm. said. So I have um, also four, yeah, I have four courses each, 7.5 credits yeah, to add up to the normal 30 amounts. I think that's the one um, thing we all have in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I have four of them during the semester. And after each of the course, after four or five weeks, depending on how it's scheduled, I have my final examination for that course already. So, yeah. So you don't have any exam weeks? No, like, I don't no. really have exam weeks. It's, it, yeah. Or I have more depending on how you see it because I have to do the exams at different times. But yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And, um, Important question. I know, Shivani, you're in your bachelor, so you might not be able to really answer this, but Connor and Mila, you have done your bachelor somewhere else before. Mm -hmm. And so I got a bit, I got freaked out a bit as once I got here and had to really get used to this. How does it differ to where you studied before? And what do you prefer maybe as well? It's really different. In my bachelor's, we had normal exams where you had to study and just sit in a big hall with everyone. And yeah, here it's all about group work and really, yeah, it's home exams we have. So it's not really that you have to study, but it's more about understanding what you're learning. And that's actually what I prefer. I don't know about you, Connor, what you have for exams? So I think the two biggest things that really stood out to me between um, my undergrad in the US and my first two courses here in Sweden, the first is that everything is much more individual study here like there's a lot less emphasis on assignment work and homework and more on self-study self-reflection also uh. a bit of group work but basically you're expected to study all the material on your own be prepared for the lecture and really everything is self-motivated so you are really responsible for what grade you get in the u.s um at least where I went to college, there was a huge emphasis on group projects and a lot of homework assignments, a lot of what I would call busy work assignments. <laughs> like okay. everybody hate, like it's the common refrain of like, oh, go into the discussion board and respond to two of your classmates. You know, like nobody really gets anything out of that. So mm -hmm. I think that's one thing I prefer here is that everything is more focused on your understanding of the material and uh, allowing you to explore that on your own. 
The other thing that really stood out to me is how the exams are structured. Yeah. It really kind of shocked me just how short the exams were. <laughs> really? Uh, well, yes and no. I When I say short, I mean it's only like, like my two exams were six questions and three questions respectively. But both of those exams took me the full four hours to do. How what? many How many points were they? Uh, out of 20. Okay. So uh, if you mess up one question. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that because I, like, I don't really have exams like that here. So. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I did okay on my exams. I got uh, I got C's on both of them. I probably nice. shouldn't be saying that. But <laughs> no, well, it's fine. It's a pass. Good job. <laughs> exactly. Throw it out there. <laughs> as long as I get, as long as I keep my grades high enough to where I can keep my scholarship for next year, we're all good. That's um, that's always the main goal, I guess. Exactly. I think for me, the most shocking, or like the most, I'm a bit, I'm not sure if I like it more or not, but. In Germany, what we had was basically a semester of like six, seven courses at a time, always. It's, yes, it is insane. <laughs> and um, at, by the end of it, you had like two weeks in which you had all of those exams and you had to study for all of them. And they were also pretty short, yeah. but like, it was literally like trying to cram everything into your brain and then spit it out onto the paper again and the exam and then forget everything as soon yeah. as you leave the room because yeah. tomorrow there was the next exam on a yeah. different topic where you had to study for. So here it's for me with the one course at a time, you can focus on it. But at the same time, it's f for me and for you as well, Milo, it's, it's just a month. So it's not yeah. as much time to dig deep into a topic. Yeah. But I think I still prefer it yeah, because... Because this, like, excessive trying to remember everything really, yeah. really got got to me. And I feel point. like when you have the home exams, you actually remember it for a longer period of time than just studying and forgetting it after yeah. 10 yeah. seconds you made the exam. Because you look at it more and think about it more. And Definitely. actually, I, I'm glad you mentioned the six or seven course yeah. semester format. Because that's what a lot of schools in the United States do. Mm. I didn't mention that as a huge difference because my undergrad in particular, we are on a quarter system. So it's fairly similar to what we have here where oh, okay. the semesters are only 10 weeks long and you're taking maybe three courses at a time, like two, three courses at a time. So that hasn't been a huge culture shock for me because okay. I'm kind of used to it. But I know for a lot of people in the United States who are going through undergrad right now, they have the same kind of uh, situation that you're describing where they're taking six and seven courses and they're just overwhelmed. Yeah, especially by the end of it. It, it oh, is yeah. insane. Sorry, Shivani, you can't <laughs> really relate to this. Um, but yeah, this is, this is really, uh, really insane. But um, we heard already a bit about uh, some different types of exams. Milo, you mentioned home exams. Yeah. Uh, Connor, you mentioned apparently sit-down exams. So mm -hmm. what are like the typical exams? What do they look like or what are, um, yeah, what would you say is, is the typical thing to do in your courses? It's home exams for me. <laughs> <laughs> but like... We only have them. But what is a home exam? Like, because... Yeah, so you get like a, they release an exam and you have most, for most exams, it's two days to make them. And then you get like more kind of essay questions and you can just talk with everyone about it and read papers and then you have to hand it in and you will get a grade. Okay, uh, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Shivani, what does it look like in your program? 
Um, we have we have something called compulsory elements. So each of our courses are actually six credits. So five that becomes thirty. And the compulsory credits are like lab reports, seminars. We also have something called PBL, problem-based learning. So we're always given like a scenario and we need to come up with questions and try to present it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and then we have a practical exam in some of our courses, like for microbiology, which was really cool. One of my, like my favorite subjects, we had like a practical exam where we had to kind of show how we sterilize a needle and how we do like an isolation um streak on the agar plates and i was just like wow i felt like a scientist <laughs> that you sounds know? pretty cool yeah. i gotta say yeah and then in another practical exam you kind of just get like a piece of piece of paper with like a picture on it so you have to like analyze the picture you get to brainstorm mm -hmm. and then obviously we have our written exams and you can either fail or you get a three, which is like you pass a four. It's like you pass with di distinction and then you get a five, which is like pass with excellency, you know? So um, that's like the kind of situation, I guess. So, yeah. But I, I would like some practical exams like that. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like mine are just similar to Milo, just like plain writing. Like yeah. maybe sometimes we get the... Um, an assignment uh, right bef at the beginning and we have to hand it in by a certain deadline and yeah. that's just the examination or we have written assignments group assignments uh, that have to hand it have to be handed in as well yeah. um, who also factor into the final grade right. yeah. in yeah. what's it like in uh, statistics and machine learning so ours is very very focused on exercises so we have sit down exams which are proctored exams you go into a room you're basically on lockdown all your phones all your uh, personal belongings are in your backpack stowed away Same you have to five. have <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, they were not messing around like oh, I, no. I i walked into my first exam and it was like you could hear a pin drop yeah and everybody like was like paranoid you had to have your id <laughs> yeah. and your student id exactly. on your desk yeah. at all yeah. times but that's what i'm used to from germany yeah, yeah. me too in the yeah. netherlands yeah and you know for like just sorry i'm so sorry to cut no, you but, uh, but like you know uh, normally i ha i cannot fo like after 30 minutes i'm like oh, it's fine like we'll do it later you know but in the exam like i'll sit the whole four hours and mm -hmm. suddenly i'm like writing and i'm like where was this girl like <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, like, the focus your brain goes into. But yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's also kind of like that, similar to the fight or flight response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you either got to do it or you don't. Yeah. But uh, I actually had two different types of exams, two different types of sit-down. One was a computer exam uh, because I was doing uh, programming in R. So, obviously, the exam was programming stuff in R. Um, and then the other was a statistics class where uh, we had a pen and paper exam. And that was really interesting because you had to have a specific code and you had to number all your pages. You had to mark which uh, exam questions you actually attempted. You had to make sure like all of your documentation was in a row. Like everything has to have the same code, same dates, same everything to it. Like there's just a lot of I's to dots and T's to cross. But overall, I, I did like how the exam was structured. Um, yeah, it, it's just very intense. Yeah, and there's, it seems to be a lot that can go wrong with like, oh yeah, <laughs> with like all these regulations, like numbers, like you said. 
I feel like we're twinning today, Connor, because <laughs> I am not even kidding. Like, I'm learning R right now, mm-hmm. and I'm learning oh, it. From me like, too. Anything with statistics. Yeah, anything with I'm statistics. learning yeah. it for like analyzing like gene expression and gene ID, and I've been uh, working on like the Galaxy EU website, mm. and I recently made like a heat map on R, and then to be like extra, I added like okay, now I want to change the color, so I coded for that, and it was so fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. GDPlot so is my favorite thing. Yeah. I, I love it so much. Yeah. No, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I'm just like vibing on R Studio to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I don't even know how that works. I, yeah. I need some I'm more I'm currently courses. studying machine learning uh-huh. in R. So that's going to be oh. just a whole other level. I'm so yeah. excited for that. But, but do you know like why, uh, uh, I don't know if you know, but like the reason why they have the codes on every page, so that's called like your AID code basically. Yeah. And the reason why it is, is because you're, uh, you're supposed to be anonymous when your examiners yeah. grade you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in case like, you know, you are biased, you're most likely not, you know, but in case like there's just a word bias. And then obviously after the grades are uploaded to LADOC, the teacher can see what ID number was referring to which student, you know, yeah. but I think it's kind of cool like to keep it anonymous in mm-hmm. a way because I think it's important to stay like very unbiased and, you know, not have yeah. like an opinion of anyone. So, yeah. For me, it was really weird that it was anonymous because in the Netherlands, it's not. I've never had an anonymous yeah, exam. So me either. For me, it's interesting because some... Because I only write, like, I only hand in papers. That's usually how I get graded. And uh, some of them requested us to put on uh, such an ID. Others didn't care. So there was, like, my name right on there. And, mm. like, yeah. So I think it depends a bit on the professor and on, yeah. on what it is. But, yeah. My uh, my first exam was that R exam. <laughs> I didn't realize they were supposed to be anonymous. Oh. <laughs> So I put my name on top of my code like they taught us during undergrad. Like anytime you write a script, you have your name, you have your date, you have what it is. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I think is so annoying when I get my exam booklet, there's like this, Connor can relate. I think there's this box on like the left corner and it's like the smallest box in the world and the letters are like i swear they're like ti- they're like times new roman size six <laughs> and in size six it says don't use a red pen don't write on the back side of the paper oh. and on my in one of my first exams i had written so much on both sides because i'm like why should I waste paper, you know? Mm. And then later the examiner comes by and she's like, uh-huh, like, you can't do that, girl. And I'm like, where does it say that? And she's like, <laughs> It's already in three the and a half hours in the exam. What am I supposed to do? Great, thank yeah. you. I definitely have time to copy this on a separate sheet of paper. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Yeah. So I wish, I feel like if I could give them, like, one tip, like, please make your boxes bigger. Because <laughs> no, it's, like, so small. Like, you don't see it. And also, if you're listening right now, don't write it with a red yeah. pen. Yeah. Honestly, that just is general life advice. Yeah. Like everywhere you go, you can't like you can't sign a check with red pen. You can't sign most contracts with red pen. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know how it is here. I know that's how it is in the United States. It's like blue or black only. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But stick know. with those. I think. Stick yeah. with those. I yeah. think that's a smart, yeah. smart one to go. Okay. Um, so I, for example, I also have a lot of seminars which I have to prepare for with yeah. like yeah. papers mm. and like group work. Yeah, that's also a thing for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I love them. And most of those for me are only graded with a pass or a fail. Yeah. So there's literally yeah. just either you do good and you pass, or you 
went off topic. I don't even know how. You, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't even know how you I don't can know, fail. No. I don't even know how you fail no. my some of my seminars. I guess if you don't show up. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and we what, how how else? Sorry, how else? Um, how are your exams then graded though? Because there has to be a grade at some point. It's not just yeah. pass or fail, right? I'm, I mean, like I said, like we have the uh, U, which is like undeshend. I'm teaching so much Swedish today, <laughs> and then we have three, four, and five. And um, I think sometimes the teachers, like after the exams come out, um, they normalize the curve. A little bit because like um let's say like it was like way too many people were doing like really well maybe they'll make the grade boundaries a bit tighter for a five mm. or you know so that has happened before but usually it's like for most for a lot of exams it's kind of scary because you can max get like six points uh, um like missed to get a five mm. and that's kind of scary actually you know oh, yeah. yeah yeah but uh, that's like how i think we grade at the i can say like Maybe I'll say biomed because I'm not sure about the rest of the medical <laughs> faculty. Yeah. yeah. So far, none of my exams have been on a curve. And actually, at the very top of the exam paper, it tells you like, okay, it's usually out of 20 points. So 18 to 20 is an A, uh, 16 to 18 is B, mm -hmm. so on and yeah. so forth until you get to F. So yeah. anything below a 10 is a fail and you can retake it in a couple of weeks or in a couple of months, depending on which retake this actually is. Yeah. <laughs> which we haven't even gotten into that yet. I'm sure we're going to get into that later. But I know for a fact, like ours, you know, I mentioned earlier, you miss one question, you're done for. Because like all the questions, there's like six, you know, five or six in each exam. So they're all worth like four or five a piece. So if you mess up the first part of one question, you're basically down from an A to like a C just right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. need to correct myself. Um, we also on our exams, like it says on the first page, like read carefully the following below. And then like, you know, it will say the, these many points pass, these many points for. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think sometimes like rarely if someone, if they see that like, 80 or 90 percent of the class is like failing mm -hmm. or you know or like not doing so good then maybe they'll adjust the grade boundaries but usually they stick to what they have um, yeah also did you guys know like liu takes like basically like pride in the fact that like <laughs> it is normal for people to fail like for 60 to 70 percent of the people to fail the exam like that's like that's a good thing like what? yeah like it's not <laughs> okay. a bad thing because it's kind of like as a way to show like oh like the programs are getting like harder <laughs> okay. so, uh, at least at least that's yeah. at least that's like what i have at the medical faculty i don't know oh, what about you guys it's are. not with ours it's yeah. not that high for us i think yeah no. i don't no. think it's that high <laughs> for us but i i do want to i'm glad you brought this up because i think that's the biggest culture shock i had <laughs> coming from the united states is like you go through high school and you go through undergrad and you're like obsessed with grades. Cause yeah. like, if you don't have good grades, it, it could honestly haunt you the rest of your life potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Cause all throughout high school, you're trying to get into the best school you can yeah. all through undergrad. You're trying to get the best grades so that you can get into a good grad school and then get a good job. But it really kind of just, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like when people were telling me, oh yeah, you if you don't feel confident about exam, just turn in a blank sheet and then just do it like three weeks later. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's maybe let's get into that really quick. So there's always makeup. For, for example, for me, for s seminars, there's makeup assignments so yes. you can still yeah. pass the course. Uh, if you 
don't hand in the written assignment by the end of it, you can, by the deadline, you just contact the professor and say, hey, uh, I couldn't make it because some reason, like some friends of mine were sick and they couldn't make the exam. So just a few weeks later or a few months later, they got uh, a new assignment, like in, with a new set uh, deadline to hand it in. And that was no issue. And I'm, I'm guess, and there's also retake yep. exams yeah. for, for the written ones, yeah. right? Yeah, there's like a, so it's called the, the exam week. Um, you get like one and a half weeks prior to the exam with like nothing, like no classes. So you get to study. That's called the tentape. And then you have something called om tenta if you are like retaking. So om is like en, like again, and then tenta is like exam. Mm -hmm. So it's like om tenta if you're retaking the exam. But there's usually like two to three retake periods in a semester. Mm -hmm. And it depends on like which courses like diff at different times. But I think it's really nice that they also have like makeup assignments for like seminars. Yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. I know some people who had like medical issues and they couldn't really show up. So yeah, it's kind yeah. of nice that Especially like- Especially with COVID yeah, then as well. Yeah, definitely. That was nice. Yeah. So um, yeah. Just to finish up with the grading scales, because I think there's two more like different ones. Yeah. Like Milu, how, how do you- yeah, How do you we, get graded? We get like, you get one or two that's a fail, and then you get three, four, five that's pass. And five is the best, obviously. Woo! And <laughs> in our last exam, no one failed. So I think that's good. That's great. Yeah, we, that's we're nice. a very that's small good. program, and the home exams are just, I don't think they're that hard. It's just you have to process the information really. And so, yeah, it's pretty yeah. Nice. And well, f finally, I get graded A to F. So yep. everything above E, well, no, well, E is, uh, is, is already a pass, which is oh, well. always what you aim for, a pass. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only fail with an F. Um, so, and there's also a version of F where the professor will give you the option to adjust your paper. And if it's a complete F, you have to retake it completely. Um, but A is like excellent and C is even good still. So like oh, okay. C yeah. is, is the way to go <laughs> i gotta yeah. be honest and the yeah. Ten. <laughs> yeah and what's so funny to me is when you get your grade in laloc uh it literally says like c and then it has a green badge that says good, good. yeah oh, that's and so motivating yeah. at first i thought oh it's just a c and then it said right. good and you're like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially <laughs> like when you've been so conditioned your entire life to be like you better get a's yeah. or you're a failure blah 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 yeah. uh, no. and this box is nice yeah. to remind you yeah. that's good I, it's good i think it's i think one of the things that i really enjoy about like university and just education in sweden is that like we really take pride on the fact that like it's about like how much you know and how much you learn and the mm -hmm. process because different people go through different things like i have i know people that are like really smart and intelligent but they just struggle in an exam situation like they get like anxiety yeah. and stuff yeah. that's why i also think it's important to tell like the student health if you have like adhd or ocd because then if you send them like the files and stuff you're actually allowed to sit in a separate exam room on your own and you get extra time oh, that's good to know yeah, yeah. so yeah. i yeah. think for anyone who's like struggling with anything of that like please contact like your 
course coordinators and stuff so that you can get that help because i feel like everyone should deserve an equal chance to like do their best on the exams yeah yeah, yeah for really sure nice yeah. and those exam rooms can be very intimidating De- <laughs> no definitely uh, yeah because yeah. you see someone like riding the speed of a bullet train like oh my god <laughs> like, like you're, you're you've just started writing your name and someone's like on their like 10th page and you're like go get it <laughs> and don't get me started on when somebody's phone starts ringing and oh my, my god, god. No. Does it happen? Yeah, and the invigilators. It's happened in both of the exams. What? That I've been yeah, in. and oh, the invigilators, they get so like like pissed. They are not happy with oh, it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, guys. I think we've talked a lot about exams and assignments. Um, I think we gave a good overview of what it looks like. So it's always different for each department, for each program. It always depends. Um, but I think the one thing we can agree on is the best thing after handing an exam or assignment is a little fika. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> my question now would be, what would be your choice to reward yourself with after such uh, such an assignment handing or an exam? If it's like a if it's like a major assignment. I would probably just get like I love like I'm loving the press beat on honey buns these days. Ooh, it's so fun. specific. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also good. because we're like getting into like the holiday spirit and stuff. Like I love like lucebule and the saffron buns. But I will say like if my friends and I we finished an exam and we're all tired and if it was a morning exam right after we catch a bus we go to town <laughs> and, and we go to like Ming's Palace and crack yes. and we take the buffet there because for like ninety five <laughs> crowns you get like churros ice cream you get really like, oh. you get like Noodles, like I gotta make chicken. my way over there. My yeah, yeah, oh, same. It's a good play. yeah, I've been myself. So we Can don't do fika, oh. like we do meals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. Like every, it's always been a tradition for me. Anyway, whenever I get done with like a really big exam or really big assignment, like I always treat myself with like. A, a cheat meal, a big cheat meal. Like here, it's usually been McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Right next to campus, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> and let me tell you, that is dangerous for me because I, I, I love some fast food. And, I, and I've been really trying to get myself in better shape this year. I've been in the gym a couple of times a week, but man, that, that temptation's always there. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. For me, it's definitely the clot coca. I yeah. don't know if I pronounced oh, it correctly. Yeah. You said it perfectly. <laughs> like it's a, it's it tastes like a brownie, but it's even better. So it's gooey. Oh, for for those it. of you who don't know, clot coca actually oh. means mud cake. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, it's I so didn't know. Good. Yeah, yeah. but it's so filling. So when yeah. you eat a small piece, it's like <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> but it's nice. Yeah. All right, and I think with this note we will end this episode. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining me today and talking about your experiences with exams and assignments here at Liu. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You have listened to Fika with us with me, Emily, and this episode's guest Milo, Shivani and Kara. Don't forget to follow Lynn Shopping University on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to this podcast if you would like to hear more episodes like this one. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for Fika again soon.